Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Something weird happened on New Year's Day down in Miami. Have you guys heard about this? Apparently, there was an incident at um, one of the malls there, right in the middle of uh, downtown Miami. And it was so bad that they had 60 police cars, 60, 60 police cars at that mall. And they say it was because there were some juveniles fighting. So, I mean, come on. Juveniles fighting. Is, you know, maybe 60 police cars for that? Well, then people started going on social media and going, no, this was the new, this was not juveniles fighting. Well, can you guess what it was? Can you guess what? Wait a minute, hold on. I think this calls for a Charlie Challenge. Yes. Because I know you're the smartest, tippest, most with it, most intellectual radio audience in all the land. I bring you this Charlie Challenge. What? is reported to have happened at that mall in Miami that what? required 60 police cars on site. One of these days, I swear you're going to throw me an easy one. Um, never. Never. Oh, goodness. Um, dude. A fire. A fi- Not a fire? Uh, nope. Uh, That's uh, wrong answer. All right, here's number two. What, what was it? Second guess. Not a fire. Was there, you know, let's go with uh, the, was there some kind of a shooting or? Nope, 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 nope. That's your second X. One more guess. One more guess. Um, They had some shopping to do. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to do that last minute shopping. No, it was aliens. What? Yes, that's right. People were reported to see. Aliens at the mall, eight-foot aliens walking around the mall, and that's what caused all the mayhem and turmoil at that mall in uh, in Miami. You know, I, I don't want to make too much fun of these people, but, like, what? Are they drinking that early in the morning? It What's going be. on? It could be. Oh. could actually be. Uh, it is Miami. <laughs> uh, eight to ten-foot lizard people is what they said uh, was at that mall, and that's what <laughs> What <laughs> got 60 police cars there? And if you look at the video, uh, it does look like there's a very large creature walking, but that is merely a shadow. The actual person can be seen uh, at the bottom of the shadow. So, but it's pretty funny that, uh, that, I mean, that just, that went all over social media about these aliens at the mall in Miami, which, which I, here's the thing though. Have you been to Miami lately? I don't think an alien would make make all that much of a splash. I really don't. Now, Kim Kardashian, yeah, there'd be some people notice that. But Miami, that's kind of a weird town. Weird town. All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Well, apparently, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a little, not only is there turmoil at the mall in Miami, there's turmoil 
at the White House. Yes, yes. And this is between Corinne Jean-Pierre and John Kirby. Yeah, the White House. Yes, the two spokesmen for the White House. And apparently, Corinne Jean-Pierre is feeling pretty insecure about her position right now. Yes, that, yep, you heard me right. Because, you see, Kirby, at least he's got a little bit of gravitas. I mean, I don't agree with anything he says. I think he's absolutely a shill for Joe Biden uh, and the Biden administration. And we know he doesn't tell the truth. But people respect him more than they respect Corinne Jean-Pierre. And we all know why. There's nothing respectable about her. We know why she got the job, because of her intersectionality. She's a black. She's lesbian. I mean, those are two, two big ones right there. That's why she got that job. She was a diversity hire. And now you've got John Kirby, who is this, you know, this white fella that people actually respect. And, uh, and she is feeling very insecure about her job. Oh, how about that? How about that? Charlie, the only thing that um, Biden is good at, uh, at doing is talking out of both sides of his mouth. Yeah, but he mumbles out of both sides. Have you noticed that? It's not even, it's not even a really good, uh, good conversation that you have there. So, but that speech today, that was just horrible. It really was. Let's see. Uh, Charlie, a retiring House Republican says 174000 just isn't enough. Yep, we got another one that is not. Now, he's not running for re-election, so he is retiring. So the, and I don't know when his, is he a midterm guy? No, he can't be a midterm guy. He's got to be a general election guy. So, but uh, the, the Republicans are losing another member of the House, and that is not good news for the Republicans. Hopefully, he'll get a good replacement there, and, uh, and we can, and hopefully, we can increase our lead in the House, maybe even take over the Senate in the general election coming up in November. Charlie, how did how do we get Biden to take an IQ test? Because that man has two brain cells and both of them, uh, two brain cells left and both of them are fighting for third place. You're right about that. Let's go to Ralph in Spartanburg and see what's going on with him. Ralph, welcome to the program. How you doing, bud? Hey, Charlie, I'm doing well. Yes, Thanks sir. for taking the call. Yeah. My thing is, why does he need to go visit Emmanuel Lutheran, where Dylan Roof shot up the place? Yeah. And he's a white supremacist himself who fought against civil rights and voting. He and Strom Thurmond fought side by side to keep it from occurring. Exactly right. Who's going to bring that up? I guess guess we're supposed to. He's forgiven, I guess. Yeah. That. he ne- that never happened. That was someone else. That was his doppelganger. Right. Even Kamala Harris on the debate stage did practically called Joe Biden a racist to his face. Yeah. When it comes to busing and, and, and it comes to uh, to uh, segregation. But all of a sudden, I guess he's, you know, he's better now. Well, well the experiment has spilled over where they realize, hey. We screw the black people. Let's screw everybody, including yeah. our families. We'll just yeah. do what we want. I mean, they forget they're supposed to be our servants, not we're theirs. Exactly right. Exactly and right. I mean, racism is a cancer and, and left 
un, ungoverned, it'll take over every part of the body, and it evidently has. Yeah, you're right. But I am seeing where uh, a lot of African Americans are actually uh, turning to Trump now. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of well, them. We're talking I about met th- two guys who were with the Nation of Islam. Yeah. And they said themselves things were better under Trump. Yeah. And they're and right. That Biden is taking all the rights we have away. Yeah. And and I and mean, we'll if take they more. Get our guns, we're through. You're right. You're right they'll about just, that. They'll just bring the Chinese in here to take us over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I oh, and this one one texter said, "Don't forget about Joe Biden's mentor, Robert Byrd, the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan." Yeah. So I mean, I know people who are in a lot of things, from Shriners to whatever. If the Shriners do a funeral, you don't get to speak in that funeral if you're not family or a Shriner. Yeah. So why was he invited to speak at a Klan funeral if he's not in the Klan? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question, Ralph. I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call this evening. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, you know, he's right. I mean, and from what I heard, Donald Trump is now about 17% of African or, or of, of, of black voters support, 17%. That, folks, is a huge number for a Republican. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 989 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Gonna be cold out there tonight. Right now it's 42, feels like uh, about 38. It's going to get down to, what is it going to get down to? Not quite as cold as it was last night, but it's going to be pretty chilly. Um, Going to get down to about 37 tonight. Rain coming in after midnight, it looks like. And then it's going to rain a lot tomorrow. A lot of rain coming up tomorrow, so and then Sunday is going to be uh, pretty nice. So um, there you go. Uh, so I got a question. This is a legitimate question because I've been noticing something lately, and I I, I I can't figure it out. What is it with these women and their Stanley tumblers, their Stanley cups? Have you noticed this? Well, have you seen these women? I mean, they walk around, they carry this big old thing. It's like a, you know, I think it's a 40-ounce sippy cup. I didn't know they did the Stanley, the the 40-ounce sippy, but yeah. I know they, they have like the big thermoses, like the big green and metal thermoses. Am I thinking of, is that a different company? No, I don't know, but these are, these are, these, they got a handle on them and they come in different colors. They're pastels. And they're just giant things that these women are walking around with, and they're all the rage. Everybody's got to have one. They're forty dollars. What? See, forty I can't, bucks. 
unless that thing's holding like two gallons and makes it feel like half a gallon, I ain't spending forty bucks on something $40 like that. Forty no. dollars for these things. I mean, this is this is almost. Remember when everybody had to have one of those Yeti tumblers? Gosh, Yeti. yeah. Don't I gotta, remind me. I gotta have a Yeti. That's a Yeti. Do you have a Yeti? Do you have a Yeti? Do you have a Yeti cooler? No, I don't have a Yeti cooler. Charlie, it will keep ice cold for two days. All right, not doing this for two days. Don't need ice to stay cold that long. Yeah, but it, this does. All right, that's like a four hundred dollar cooler. Yeah, but it keeps your ice. Listen, if I wanted ice for two days, I'd plug my. I just bring my refrigerator out on the back porch and and have it as long as I wanted to. But but they had to have it. That that you know how much of that's just a marketing gimmick. How much of that Practically is literally all of it. yeah? Just Practically all of it. Yeti saying, "Hey, look, here's what our product can do." In fact, but yet every other product can do it too. There was a study done. Somebody actually decided because you can get pretty much the same exact tumbler as a Yeti at Walmart. It's called an Ozark Mountain for a lot less money. I, mean, I think Ozark Mountain's like ten bucks. It it keeps ice colder than the Yeti. Right, and that's what I'm saying is nobody does these tests. Nobody, they just kind yeah. of trust the marketing. Right, and yet it's like. To me, it's even worse than like a, a Hollister or an Abercrombie and Fitch yeah. because like what you're doing is you're basing that brand name off of its functionality where, I mean, yes. all you, all you yes. want with the fashion is the name. You know, it right. doesn't matter if the right. piece of clothing is going to disintegrate after two wears. Here's what I'm looking for. And I, I it's hard to find like T-shirts with no logo on them. That I, I, I used just to, want no logo on them. That was me all through school. I was that weird kid that. Didn't want the logos. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't wear I don't wear golf logo either. I don't wear well, golf logo. I, I think I actually ended up I I probably my parents hated me for this. Cut out logos from <laughs> shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So anyway, uh, this forty. Uh, well, it's all because of Instagram and social media influencers. They have been posting pictures of themselves with these Stanley cups and people. They had a special edition. Stanley Cup. It's a pink one. And I think they had it at Target. And listen to this. <laughs> a guy tried to steal them. And and what happened to him? Oh boy, it didn't go good for that guy. Get him, get him. Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Look at this is insane. Look at this. He is insane. So this guy jumped over the counter at Starbucks inside of a Target to steal a box of pink Stanley tumblers, and that's when the women got mad. That's when the women said, nope, you have, you have gone a bridge too far, pal, and they, they attacked this guy. Take whatever you want. Just don't touch the tumblers. Don't touch the Stanley tumblers. And listen to this. This is even worse. Now, Stanley is offering... Listen to this. A special edition. In fact, it's not Stanley. It's some uh, some specialty company that a 40-ounce emerald Stanley crystal rhinestone cup for $450. It's got green rhinestones on it, and they're offering it online for $450. And listen to this. When this picture was, was put up there, there was only one left. You now, know, they do offer free shipping, so well, that's a plus. You know, I can go to Hobby Lobby and I can make that cup for a fraction. <laughs> Just of give me some super glue, 
and some uh, green uh, uh, rhinestones and, and have at it. Oh, my word. Oh, my goodness. Charlie, the only Stanley Cup I care about is the one uh, the New Jersey Devils are going to win this year in the NHL. There you go. Charlie, I ordered my ping golf bag with no logos. Really? How about that? Charlie, I bought a Cabela's cooler on sale for less than half the price of a Yeti after I found out Yeti sued Cabela's for patent infringement. It works just as well. There you go. Uh, Charlie Zybites, 40-ounce insulated tumbler with lid and straws, stainless double vacuum uh, tooler, um, keeps cold up to 34 hours. Um, and check those out online. So there you go. Charlie, he's right about thermoses, yet, uh, yet he is even more. I agree. I agree. So I'm telling you what, uh, you got to do your research on, but why? And again, uh, we finally, here's what we ought to do. We ought to say, all right. So the Biden administration come along. They want to do with your gas stoves. Eh, whatever. Nobody cares. I mean, we do. A lot of people don't want to get rid of your gas heater. Eh, doesn't matter. Gas, water, heater. Eh, doesn't matter. We start a rumor that the Biden administration is going to outlaw Stanley Tumblers. And let's see what happens. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. There'll be there'll be riots in the street in Washington. The 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 the, the women's march will will reassemble and they will have their 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 little pea hats on that they were wearing uh, after the Trump inauguration and they will show or before the Trump inauguration and 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 Madonna will get back up there and say I have often thought about burning down the White House and they'll just riot in the streets over their Stanley coolers. That that's what it's going to take to get the women motivated in this country. But I do not get it. I do not. So, oh, my goodness. Uh, unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? All this over a Tumblr? And, and, and it's all because of all these social media influencers? Uh, I've got, what do I have? No, I've got, I've got an Ozark Mountain at home. In fact, I've got two Ozark Mountains at home. And I've got this. This is a, this is a Contigo, um, just a... I guess they call them hydro flasks now. But boy, these women out there, they are, they are seriously hydrated. No wonder they got to stop every 15 minutes when you take them on a trip. All right, the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. We will be right back in just a matter. Oh, by the way, if you ever want to email me, that's so easy. Charlie at 989WORD. That's Charlie at... 989WORD.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us on this Friday evening now. It's going to be a cold night. Uh, so have you noticed something? Notice we didn't hear a whole lot about the, I mean, when it first happened, um, we heard a little bit about it, but then it kind of just fell off the radar pretty quick. And that was the Iowa school shooter. Remember that? The Iowa school shooter um, happened a couple of days ago. Fell off the, the map. Nobody talks about it. What's the reason for that? There's a reason for that. You see, because um, it didn't fit the narrative. Didn't fit the narrative. Just like the Nashville shooter did not fit the narrative, this Iowa school shooter also does not fit the narrative. Now, remember, the Nashville shooter was trans. 
the Aberdeen, Massachusetts, uh, I'm sorry, the Aberdeen uh, shooter was trans. The Denver shooter identified as trans. The Colorado shooter identified as non-binary. Well, this shooter also identified as non-binary or trans. That's right. That's right. And because it doesn't meet with what the mainstream media considers the narrative of the angry white man or the angry white youth, then they just did away with it. They squashed the story. Iowa school shooter Dylan Butler published transgender and non-binary social media post, posted himself with transgender flags and gender-fluid hashtags. In fact, uh, one report said that he delayed his transition because he didn't want to look ugly. Oh, okay. I gotcha. See, it's it's not news. Now, this had this just been an average white kid, they'd still be talking about it. It'd still be on there. And the fact that he did not use an AR-15, but it was a shotgun and a handgun and an improvised explosive device, all of those things, they don't fit the narrative of the AR-15 either, so they kind of can't come along. There's no talking points here. That's all they look for in, in these stories. Oh, we got to get these talking points out. And if, if they don't tick all the boxes, well, then they just don't talk about them because that's what they have to do. It's got to tick the box. All right, we got a shooter, school shooter. Was he a white kid? Okay, white kid, check. Male? Uh, non-binary. Well, hold on. Did he use an AR-15? No. All right, don't worry about it. Nope, nope, go on, to, go on to another story. Hey, run the story about the aliens at the mall down in Miami. That'd be a better thing to do. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just bury the lead here on this story and not even worry about it. It's just what they do. They have a narrative that they have to push because every, I mean, I know I'm painting with a pretty broad brush here, but it seems like every news director in every newsroom, television, print, they all have that narrative. They've got to push that out because that's what gets the clicks. That's what gets the headlines because most of their viewers and readers are liberals. And that's what they want. They don't want to know that one of their own is actually committing a crime. Are they African-American? Yep. Okay. We won't even worry. No, I tell you what. Let's run that story. But, but run the headline that they were white. Okay, we'll do that. They actually did that. There are two Hispanic guys that were arrested for murder, two Hispanic guys. And they, they actually, they put in the story that these guys were, quote unquote, mostly white. Not even making that up. Wish I was. Wish I didn't live in a world that, where that happened. But that's, that's what you got now. So pretty interesting about that. Okay. California. Listen to this. Um, have you ever seen? I got a friend of mine that he uh, he travels a lot. I mean, a lot. And he's got one of these cars. It's not uh, that's. It's not fully autonomous, but it you can drive in it hands free. OK, so you can take your hands off the wheel 
And as long as you look at that, at, at, and I guess it scans your eyes or something, as long as you look out the front windshield every five seconds or so, it'll keep going, right? But if you take your eyes off the road for more than about five seconds, it'll kind of vibrate, brrr, you know, wake you up. Oh, okay, because it doesn't want you falling asleep, I guess. So, um, well, we all know that this autonomous vehicle technology is just going through the roof. Uh, NBC News is reporting that a rapid advancement of autonomous vehicle technology in California has highlighted, highlighted a major legal oversight. Driverless cars, despite being involved in various traffic collisions and violations, are currently immune from receiving traffic tickets. This is due to the fact that California's traffic laws are designed unsurprisingly around the idea that the car involved in the, in the crash will actually have a human driving it leaving self-driving vehicles in a legal gray area. Hmm. Law enforcement cannot issue moving violations or moving citations for incidents involving self-driving cars, running red lights, obstructing emergency responders, and swerving into construction zones, despite these being common issues for self-driving cars. This immunity extends to all driverless vehicles in the state, regardless of the type of crash or the traffic violation. An internal memo from San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott explicitly instructs officers that no citation for a moving violation can be issued if the autonomous vehicle is operating in driverless mode. How about that? So, so what if you get hit? What, what if you get hit by, by an autonomous vehicle? Are you going to be able to sue? Are, are, are you going to be able to, to, to seek damages? I don't know. I don't know. Critics have argued that this legal loophole has created a double standard favoring driverless vehicles over human drivers. Michael Stevenson, founder of Bay Area Bicycle Law, emphasized the need for California to develop new laws to address this technological evolution effectively. He said, we're perhaps trying to shove a square peg into a round hole. We are very much in the Wild West when it comes to driverless cars. First of all, let me tell you something. I don't think we should have driverless cars. I don't like the idea of driverless cars. Now, I've, I've seen them. I've seen them operate. I, I know how they do, but it's just it's a scary proposition for me. You let me know how you guys think. GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Central Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Charlie, the left doesn't care about human life, only their agenda. And their agenda is to make sure we're all in these driverless electric vehicles. It's all about control. Charlie, if the autonomous car uses gas with ethanol in it, <laughs> can it get busted for drunk driving? I don't know. I don't know. Charlie, these people that are Democrats are really stupid. They actually believe all the crap that Biden and his regime feeds to them, and they really do uh, they really do, and they will fight over it. They will fight you tooth and nail because they believe it so much. And that's that's the scary thing. It really is. You know, if you if if these people ever wondered if they would comply, how they would react in 1930s Germany, we got the answer. And we got the answer during COVID. We got the answer during Trump, Trump, Trump. Or Russia, Russia, Russia. And we've 
gotten the answer now. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. We'll talk to Blake in Greenville. Blake, welcome to the program. How you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Really Thanks. good. Really good. What's up? Well, you know, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off. I know this is not on subject with what you were talking about a minute ago, but a couple of days ago you talked about the site Bibles going down to the church in Charleston. Yeah. And what you just mentioned about the Iowa shooting and – that direction that you're going, I think you're absolutely correct. And I just want people to be mindful that, you know, I was there and I, I won't go too much into detail, but um, that congregation looked at that kid. That's a mentally ill situation. And until people really start focusing on mental illness versus gun control, uh, just be mindful and, and, yeah. and just, just watch out, you know, I'm telling you because he's going to go down and I can't tell you what he's going to do, but that congregation and they looked at that as it was the most togetherness, and, yeah. and that's why they did it right in Charleston, in my right. opinion. Yeah. Uh, so just be very mindful, and please piggyback off of what you said a moment ago about the agenda. So and, you said— uh, Just for people to be mindful. Were you in Charleston when that happened? Uh, well, I was—I uh, mean, I, I was a medic and, okay. and worked at— uh, I worked that, but I, I don't want to get— No, no, that, that that's fine, because needs, I, but, was, uh, I was I was there when that happened. I, I was, I was, I was inside. You know, oh, where, yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Um, I, I don't want to get too, too deep because of, um, you know, you may be listening and kind of, I got you. you know, yeah, and, all good. And, and I'll, I'll say that, um, I don't know what we're talking about at the same time. I just want you to, to please continue to piggyback off of, yeah, because you know, what, what people watch and what they see and what they see him say, or what he's going to say, which I'd be very interested to see, uh, and, and listen to what he says. Yeah. But, um, it, it, it was, it was, uh, a congregation that really came together, and the whole city came together. It sure did, and um, absolutely, it a did. Across, a bridge across to the, uh, you know, from from uh, downtown to Mount Pleasant. I mean, the whole deal. I was all the way across the Ravenel Bridge. First and fo- I was first and foremost on scene that entire operation, and um, that city. You know, they, they really looked at it differently, and yeah. I, I want people to continue to watch or listen or pay attention to the fact that you're correct, man. That was a great little piece you had a minute ago and i appreciate you taking my i know you're running out of time but just to continue to preach on, or at least discuss that with people yeah so i will they can continue to open their eyes and absolutely what's being said i will anyway. all right oh okay i appreciate it oh we had richard from dallas on the phone richard i was just about to come to you pal but what blake said there i was in charleston i remember <clears throat> there were some kids um it was like the weekend before the weekend before, we had heard that there were some kids doing some, um, uh, I guess they don't want to call them muggings, but uh, strong armed, armed robberies. And there were some assaults downtown. And it had to do with a high school party um, downtown Charleston. And these kids kind of went on a little spree out there and uh, they were robbing some people. And I thought there were a couple of assaults and things like that. So, um I remember it was about nine o'clock that I I looked at my computer and I saw that there were police being called to downtown Charleston. And I was like, and that was the first thing I thought was more of these kids are going, you know, on 
one of these crazy sprees. Okay. So it was about, gosh, had to be 2 o'clock in the morning. 1.30 or 2 o'clock. My phone goes off, and and it's my boss, and he's calling me. He says, hey, uh, Charlie, these guys from Network um, – want to talk to you about what's going on downtown and i was and I, i'm groggy i'm like oh, oh okay and, and i said i said uh, what's going on downtown he said open your computer so i looked at and that's when i saw all of this stuff happening when uh, we found out that this guy dylan roof had walked into the mother Emanuel amy church he sat with these people during while they were praying during the prayer service he sat with them he prayed with them and then he stood up and he opened fire and he killed nine of them. And I remember the next day, it was, it was such a hectic time. Um, the next day, we knew who he was. We had a positive ID. It was Dylan Roof. We knew what car he was driving and they got him. Okay. They got Dylan Roof. Now, one of the big, one of the big controversies here. And it's one of the big controversies that all these people, Al Sharpton, all these people were talking about, is they treated Dylan Roof with kid gloves. They bought him lunch. They, 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 they. And I was talking to one of the members of law enforcement, and they said, and they said, the reason we did that is because we knew we could not do anything that might even be perceived as violating this kid's rights. So we handled him with kids' gloves so we could make sure that we got this SOB convicted. And that's exactly what they did. So when that was happening, Geraldo Rivera came to town, and he wanted to come on my show. So we got Geraldo on the show, and, and I went on Geraldo's show um, when he had his radio show. And he said one thing. He said, I... He said, I got here. I was expected to see, expecting to see buildings on fire. I was expecting to see cars overturned. I was expecting to see riots. He said, but I, I said, Charlie, I, I don't see any of that. He said, what, 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 what is going on here? I said, listen, this town, that's not the way we do things. Charleston came together that day, even though the mainstream media was trying to tear us apart, even though, you know, all, all of these, you know, Sharpton was coming down and all these people were coming down trying to, to, to drum up all of this violence and anger. The people of Charleston did not buy into it. I'm talking about black, white, Hispanic, everybody. And they got together and they locked arm in arm. From downtown Charleston all the way over to Mount Pleasant across the Ravenel Bridge. And that's a long bridge. And they all came together. Joe Biden is going to go to Charleston tomorrow. And he's going to try to unravel everything that those people of Charleston did on that day and the days after. The families of those victims got together and they forgave Dylan Roof. That was amazing. That was unbelievable. And the people of Charleston respected that. There was no violence. There were no riots. In fact, I remember seeing some, some of these people with Black Lives Matter. One of them, I, I'll never forget him leaving the stage because people were like 
booing him. He was down in Marion Square and he was talking about how the slaves of, you know, uh, you know, the, 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 the children of slave owners and all of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he got booed and he literally got run out of town. Joe Biden is going to try to unravel all of that tomorrow. You watch and see. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you right back here on Monday. As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.